Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. I did it. Well done. I did a tweet. Oh, God. And then I looked on there, I'll tell you this, I did a tweet three weeks ago as well. Wow. I'm a social media dynamo. You really are. Yeah, it's gone very well. Did you put any photographs on? Nah. Oh. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a player, 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 player. Is it? Yeah. All right. Should we should we do that again? I, I'm undecided. We could roll with it. Let's just roll with it. We're trying to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Carl Noble. You are. <laughs> there you go. And that's that's the intro to the show. We're doing we're, do, we're, do, we're doing new intros. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I fluffed that. Um, I'm I'm going to keep it. Yeah, but it is hot. It, yeah, it is hot. In fact, I'm going to take a shirt off, and you can listen to that. Now. Okay. I mean, I, I can talk about uh, some of the things that happened uh, in last week's episode, if that helps. That's what we normally do at this point. It is, yeah. But yeah. I mean, should I fluff that? Give it a go. Oh, uh, chicken. <laughs> that was very fluffed. <laughs> so we had some chicken times, we had some dog times. There was, was a lot, lot of dog dogs. times, uh, but there was some big uh, foghorn, leghorn, chicken uh, bit where we realised he is still stuck in a loop, but it's more of like a genetic time loop. Yeah, so uh, his kids and barnyard dogs' kids will just be foghorn, leghorn, and barnyard. And they're going to relive the same gags, the same thing. Yeah, we weren't sure if it's like they're the same person and like you know the vibe's going to be the same, yeah. or if it's going to be exactly the same. Yes, because there was some flashbacks. Well, they could have been flashbacks, or they could have just been. The, the in-between Foghorn yes, Leghorn yeah, doing yeah. exactly the same thing as old man Foghorn Leghorn did. Yeah. Um, so we're not sure about that. We're pretty sure there's no skipping of generations. It's just their kids will just be them. Yes. Again. Yeah. I don't know if it's sort of mitosis situation. I mean, I do wonder whether or not that happens for more than just those guys. Whether or not all tunes are in that sort of bit. I mean, that would be... Because we, we've seen Sylvester's son and... He looks quite a lot like his dad, but he isn't caught. He's not Sylvester, though. No, he's Sylvester Jr. Yeah, he's definitely not the same person. No. So I, I think we can rule it out for all tunes, but yeah. we'll see We'll see if it's any more expansive. That was the big reveal last week, and then we just had a lot of stuff about dogs. Um, yeah. But it wasn't very enlightening I don't think there was a dogs. lot of, like, kind of big reveals. It was the Foghorn bit that really kind of, that was my big takeaway from last week. We were so pleased he was out of that time loop, and he's not. It's not. But it's at just least got bigger. It's a little less harrowing. Just, you know, at least a you get to bit, live yeah. a full life. Yeah. Um, so, uh, hopefully it's going to be a little less dog-heavy this week. Uh, and uh, our first episode uh, is called Nighty Night Bugs. Uh, it's got Bugs and Yosemite Sam in it, uh, but also King Arthur, Sir Osis of Liver, Sirloin of Beef. Have we had Sirloin of Beef? We haven't. We've had Sir Osis, though. And The Dragon. Wow. The one dragon that there is. Okay. So, so Apparently this is the only Bugs Bunny cartoon to ever win an Oscar. Well, better be good then. Yeah. We've uh, seen him interviewed for this Oscar before, though, in the past. Yeah, so, like, we we know that this is this occurs before some of those... Because there are a couple of episodes where people were talking to him about his awards. That was the framing device for an episode. Yeah. He was always sat by a pool in, like, a, a, a dressing gown. Yes. Uh, with a phone and a cocktail, normally. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, we're going to watch that. And then we're going to watch Weasel While You Work, which is a Foghorn Leghorn, Barnyard Dog and The Weasel uh, number from September 6th, 1958. So both of those are introducing the only the only dragon and the only weasel, like a, a one-off unique creature. creature. Yeah. So, so uh, that could be interesting. Let's uh, give it a go. loves winter he really does love winter like, doesn't i thought he? we love winter yeah but we're not foghorn leghorn we're not foghorn leghorn but he level. probably doesn't get to experience winter that often because that's the first time we've ever seen him in winter yeah and like it it's i know it's like a snow day right it's like yeah. you've got to fit in all the snow related things you've got to do yeah but, but let's I'm, get back to bugs first okay so this was the Oscar-winning cartoon. I have seen this cartoon quite a few times when I was a kid. Yeah, I definitely remember bits of it. Um, I definitely remember Yosemite Sam as the little uh, black knight. Yeah. So uh, the, the the broad strokes of it are uh, it's back in medieval times and uh, the king of somewhere is... It's king Arthur. Is it? Yeah. Okay. There's um, the knights of the round table in it. Cirrhosis? Yeah, but he says, he says they're the knights of the round table. Ah, right, okay. Um, so yeah, he's he's trying to get the singing sword back from the Black Knight, uh, and he says to his knights, "Right, somebody's got to go get it." And they're all like, "What? I ain't going there." He's got a fire-breathing dragon. He's invincible. Blah blah blah. Uh, only a fool would do that. And then in comes Bugs, dressed as a fool. Yeah, and I think he's and been. He obviously- I think he's been in that job for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, I wondered if that was because, like, because he he tends to you know go and try and find Yosemite Sam and give him a hard time. I uh, wondered if it's because in this era. Yosemite Sam is entirely clad in armor. It's been difficult to narrow but him he, down. Yeah, so he's been just just trying to trying to find him for ages. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, Bugs goes off to get the singing sword back. Otherwise, he is going to be put on a rack, burned at the stake, uh, and he's going to have his head chopped off. It, the last uh, one seemed to particularly bother him. Yeah, see, I was wondering if there was like, like a Highlander thing going on. Yeah, I, it's, that was exactly what I was going to say. It's like yeah. it's a Highlander it's, it's situation. It's like, all right, yeah, put me on the rack. Fine, burn me at the stake. I don't care. I ain't going to do nothing. Chop my head off. What's all right? Excuse me? But, uh, pardon? No, the, the bad lightning will come out. Yeah, it's like, you don't want that and you do not want my powers because with great powers, I'm a rabbit. <laughs> That's what they it's say. It's a classic saying. It's a classic saying. It's a classic saying. From his uncle, Ben Bunny. Yeah. With great powers come I'm a rabbit. Uh, I wondered if the singing sword was like the first, um, uh, the first uh, animated Sentient object. Item. Yeah, possibly because uh, we've seen it. We saw it quite a lot in sort of the the forties sort of era with yes. home appliances. Yes. that happened a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember well, an, out, I remember an outboard, wasn't it? Yeah, and I remember an outboard. Yeah, becoming animated at some point, but we haven't seen much in the past. And the no. singing sword being this sort of iconic thing. And it puts a lot of stress on it. And when it sings, it sort of pulled him around and flew flew about. And it was like, yeah, I reckon reckon that might be like the first just object that got stressed out. Because I was thinking, oh, like, what's important about this thing and sword? Like, like, it doesn't seem so powerful. It just seems annoying. Like, because it's pulling you around the place. But I guess, like, in a world where they aren't used to, you know, animals being sentient, fair enough, but they're not used to objects. So it's like suddenly like this, oh my God. I mean, it's obviously a magical item. I'm trying to remember who wielded the singing sword in Arthurian myth but then was Arthurian it, myth is a mess anyway yeah it was a bugs uh well maybe <laughs> maybe it was apparently yeah 
Uh, but like someone must have had it before because they'd lost their singing sword. Yes. It wasn't like a fabled singing sword that they had to go off and get. No, it was it had well, been stolen it'd by, been stolen from by Sam. Um, but Sam, Sam seemed to have this like big castle where it was just him and the dragon. And he was just like chilling out like he was guarding a room. I think he just looks after the dragon. But then like that kind of makes sense Whose to me. Whose castle then? Just a, I think it's just a deserted castle. It just hangs out and just takes care it of the dragon. It seemed quite intact, though. It did seem very intact. Like I had a working drawbridge. He was definitely riding that dragon, and it was definitely a different castle to King Arthur's castle. Maybe he just like ruled with such like such terrible malice that everyone up to I left. I mean, that does sound like Sam. What if it was his uh, his thrall of villagers? They all lived in and around the castle. Yeah, uh, but. This was like the first time he'd done that and threw a load of people and he uh, didn't realise quite how short their lives were going to be. Ah, very possible. So yeah. he's been there like in his castle and there have been people running the castle and then yeah. they all died and he was like, oh. He's like, oh God, the, okay, these so people I ne- don't live really So long. I need to be on a constant overturning yeah. thr- enthrallment yeah, program. Yeah, I, I, I need to command breeding. Yeah, I need to command. Because beforehand I was just making them work all the time. Yeah, I, I can see that. Because the last time we saw him with a, a load of thrall, it was it was uh, like at least modern-ish, mm. uh, and that's that must be by the time like the time he's got it down. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I wonder if in medieval times he hadn't worked out because when we've seen him before in like uh, in past sort of things, he's he's never really got anyone with him either because he was no. in the fort on his own. Yeah. So it probably took him quite a long time. To maybe get, maybe to after find this, the fine balance. Maybe after this, he decided, "Oh, that's not going to work," and it took him another eight hundred years or whatever well, I mean, to go breeding. Breeding, obviously. Like if they're dropping like flies, how do they keep their population going normally? Ah, oh, breeding. There you go. Yeah, he's clearly his observations on like you know just human biology have not been as thorough as maybe no. they could be. No. Um, but he how got there you, in the end. How do you think he made it back from the moon? Because he got fired to the moon in the end. I mean, I don't know. That might be why he he didn't get around. Because the next time we really see him is sort of the 1700s. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe he had to do some some slingshots around yeah. around the solar system. I mean, I guess he's because he's got the dragon with him. Yeah. And the moon's gravity is reasonably low. And, I mean, he is a weird cosmic entity. Yeah, he's from beyond the stars. So, so he could probably cruise through the space. Yeah, but he's also own. used to slumbering for an extended period of time. So Possibly he did go up there for a kip then. So I, re- I, I wonder if he can't really control his uh, movements out in space, but mm. he can uh, extrapolate forward as to how they're going to go. Yeah. And he goes, okay, right, well, in about 700 years, uh, like, the like things will have aligned just right that I wind up slinged basically back to Earth. Yeah. I'll just have a kip. And he just goes, and that, maybe that's why we don't see that dragon Yeah, again, and he's just like, his, like, just like a big crystal of ice, like, shooting through space yeah. with him in it. Yeah. And then it just hits Earth one day again. Okay. So that's how he gets back from the moon. Yeah, it was lucky. Uh, like... I don't really know. I, maybe maybe the dragon can help out with some thrust, some some thrust. <laughs> yeah, because we know uh, that people can survive in space without, you know, there's air up there. Yeah, in in yeah, they're, they're all hanging out on the moon. The lion yeah. was fine. There was that yeah. lion, moon lion, moon lion. They got the good moon lion. It's yeah. classic. But so yeah, like I reckon he just went on a on an eldritch slumber 
trip. Okay. So what about Foghorn? What about Foghorn? He loves winter. We know this. Yeah. Um, we see at the start, like, it, it's pretty standard back and forth buying a dog uh, episode, except there's a weasel shoved in the mix. Yeah. And now, have we seen this weasel before? Because I do recognize him, but I am just thinking maybe it's the I've, weasel from Ice Age. I think, I think we've seen, no, we've seen him before. Yeah. And also in a chef's hat. Yes. Like, the, the last time as well. Um, interestingly, Falcon says a weasel, but he's listed as the weasel. Yeah, but we do know that the person who filled out this Wikipedia page is a bit maverick with the uh, with the name sometimes. That's true. I'm also happier to entertain the notion that it's the dragon than I am to entertain the notion that it's the, the weasel. weasel. Yeah. Although I, it did make me wonder uh, if the weasel is also involved in this sort of mitosis situation. Right, okay. But I think it's more likely that he's just a weasel. Are they yeah. all chefs? Are they all tiny chefs? I think I think they all have aspirations to be tiny chefs. So, well, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a, it's just what weasels are supposed to be doing. Yeah, They're tiny chefs. Yeah, it's like well, you know, when you get when you get your moment, you get in a tiny chef's hat. Yeah, um, it's passed down from generation to generation. There is one point in this where Falcon gets literally cut in half, slit like split in two. Yeah, um, like dead down the centre, mm. and he seems fine immediately after that, which lends some credence to the mitosis. Uh, is it mitosis or meiosis, which is... I think it's mitosis. I think it's mitosis, but yeah, I'm pretty sure there's one called meiosis as there well. There is meiosis And I, well. it's very similar. But I, I don't really remember. know why they gave him names that were so similar. <laughs> so call it something else. Come on now. Yeah, but, yeah um, I, think, I think mitosis is the splitting. Yeah, but he splits in two, and he just seems fine. And like, I wonder if it's like... You know, they do just do it when they're ready to do it, but if something forces them to be split in half, like, so, so uh, think, past so, a certain point... So you think there was two foghorns kicking about? Yeah, I think just throughout, like, his existence, yeah, he slowly creates a second set of, like, all the internal yeah, bits yeah. and pieces that he needs, and if if Foghorn Leghorn, or probably buying a dog, if he's operating on the same principle, which we yeah. think he is, uh, gets split in half past that point or but when enough of that is formed yeah then the two halves are okay and just carry on okay. however doesn't explain tiny foghorn well, it doesn't last thing, though, because because they, they were definitely children versions yeah not like basic clones so maybe it's more like a maybe it's more like maybe they have kids the regular way but it's a bit more like a worm maybe there's like all the so, organs are in like a very specific bit in so the middle. So one half died. Yeah. And the other half was okay. I mean, it, because he is quite pear-shaped, so it is possible that it all, it all lives in the bottom. Yeah, but it would have to live... In one side. Specifically one side or the other. Or he's in a sort of Doctor Who, like, two hearts, but it's two everything yeah. situation. Or the other option is he's a lot like the T-1000. And he got cut in half and then the paint melted back together and you reformed maybe that would i just feel like we'd have seen him use that to his advantage before it's now. very possible he has no ability to make shapes it's just he has a set shape and he will reform into that set shape if he's ever completely destroyed so like he's a more like a like he's every every, every bit of this if this paint gloop is specific to is an area. sort of sentient yeah but only it just it just gets puts itself back so, together so it's kind of like uh it operates on like a hive mind yeah but it's only 
I guess its only instinct is to just go towards the others and arrange itself back together. Yeah, back into Foghorn. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a juicy new ability for Foghorn. It's, it's an interesting... The thing is, what we'll have to see if he if at any point he loses limbs, because we've seen him getting blown up and hit. And this is the first His time feathers seen... are all numbered for just such an occasion. Yeah, but we, we, have, but we have also seen um, Sylvester do a similar sort of thing. He cut himself into chunks. Yeah, he put himself an ice cube tray, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, harrowing. Yeah. So, so we know that this is, at least it's not specific to Foghorn, this is definitely something that other tunes can do although sylvester did it i think because it's a way to cheat death yeah because he wasn't immune to being frozen yeah but he was immune to being chopped up at that time yes so he chopped himself up quickly before he froze to death yeah so he didn't lose another life yeah i mean be, being immune to being frozen would have been handy but maybe he was running out of lives at well, that point uh, yeah he, he was due a visit back to the tribe and to get topped up to on. get topped up uh so sylvester I don't think it was a, a like an additional power for Sylvester. No, it no, was, no. I don't. I don't. He definitely, he definitely reformed somehow. Oh yeah, and I think that Foghorn was potentially reforming in a similar way. That when he thawed out, and then whoop. yeah, maybe like it all because he was frozen when he got cut in half. Yeah. So maybe as the ice melted, he just all melted. Yes, and then, and then reformed into reformed into Foghorn. Yeah, we've also seen ice uh, as as an absolutely uh infallible preservative in the universe so it that's, is, yeah. that's also helpful to that to yeah. that notion yeah okay i can see that okay i can see that well, can he do it if he wasn't frozen at the time it happened i have no idea like We'd, we would have we would have to see whether or not he gets cut if he off. gets whatever the type is it bifurcate is that that's a cross isn't it bifurcated that's i have no idea i know fenestrated as if you're thrown from a window yeah defenestration is when you're thrown out of a window Brilliant. but i want to know if you're so if you're thrown out of a window, that's defenestration. Half. If you're thrown into a window, like yeah. into a room. Refenestration. Are you? <laughs> is that refenestration? Is that just fenestration? Oh, I don't know. It's like, yeah. I think you have to smash, I don't, I don't know if you have to smash the window or if it's just chucking it out the window either. Yeah. What if... I really want to know now. What if the window hasn't been put in yet and like you get new windows in it's and the window hasn't been put in yet it's just a hole in the wall, but it is where the window is going to go. I don't think it... Does it have to be a glass window? I don't know. We're getting sidetracked here. We are. I mean, I know that's okay. It's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of what we do. But uh, let, we'll, we'll have to do some research. Well, we'll have a look uh, before we watch the next but, couple of episodes. But, but I don't and, think... I mean, realistically, I don't think I got much from that except that Foghorn really likes winter. He loves winter. Um, and that's it, really. And, you know, if he's cut in half and he's frozen, at least he can reform. Yeah, the, we the, we, the weasel didn't add much. Barnyard dog, uh, you know, was up to his usual shiz. Just and grumpy. So was Falcorn, really. Yeah. It was just snowy. Yeah. So he was having more fun than ever. Exactly. <laughs> Loving it. Uh, let's move on then. Uh, we've got some Sylvester tweet-eating granny uh, here in A Bird in a Bonnet from September 27th, 1958, followed up by a Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner number, Hook, Line and Stinker from October 11th, 1958. Let's check it out. finally seen it happen yes a granny coming under the thrall of a tweety yeah there's like it's it, a big tick it's absolute confirmation that that's what happens 
Yeah. So like, it it was Granny in a hat shop, and she had, she was trying on various different hats. And at one point, she had a hat put on her head um, that had like a yellow bird on it, and she was like, yeah. "Nah, don't like that one." Next, and. I think Tweety was running away from Sylvester and yeah. trying to hide, so he yeah. did in a hat shop. Yeah, Tweety was as yet unaffiliated with this yeah. granny. Jumped on a hat to be a stuffed bird on a hat, and then... It jumped the- on the same hat. Yeah. Like, stuffed and- bird off, because I think Sylvester pulled the stuffed bird off. I think he might have. Thinking it was Tweety um, at a glance, and then and cast then, it aside. Yeah, like, he, he put... The, the hat got put on the granny, and then immediately the granny was like, yes, this is the hat for me, I love it. It was the same hat. Yes, just it's actually, slightly it's, smaller yellow bird. Yeah, slightly smaller, but ultimately, like I was there, and Granny was Granny was yeah, away, loving it. Now, Tweety stayed on Granny's head for a while on the hat. Yeah, um, not entirely sure whether that was just because it was convenient or because they have to stay on there for a while to get to get the job done. I think I mean he seemed to be enjoying riding around. At one point, Tweety did definitely say, "Ah, oh, this, this is, is really fun, yeah. this is really fun," but. Either way, once Tweety is off the hat, yeah. Granny's still doing Tweety's bidding. bidding yeah. So So know. I think maybe once the connection's made, yeah, it's it probably just needs topping up. Or at least maybe then as long as Granny's within a distance. But it reminded me a bit of those brain slugs in Futurama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was taking everyone over. Yeah. It's one of my favourite things. Just knocks it off Hermes' head. Kemi's <laughs> like, oh, thank you. It's like, oh, sorry, Hermes. I'll drop your hat. And he puts it back on him. And goes, thank you. It was cold down there on the floor. <laughs> and it's just... It's so good. It is so good. But yeah, so I think I think we're like that was definitely 100% confirmed. That's what we saw happen. We saw a granny get put under the thrall of a Tweety. Yeah, and uh, like, I mean, we've been running with that as the truth for a long time. Yeah. But like... That's absolute confirmation yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, other than that, like, it was a pretty standard episode. It was like, obviously, Sylvester had been chasing this Tweety for a while because, like, it opened on him chasing yeah. this Tweety down the street. So, like, we but didn't, didn't have a granny, didn't... so a big opportunity for Sylvester. Yeah, like he was like, brilliant. I'm, I'm going to be able to get an undefended, um, an undefended Tweety. Because I think at this point he probably wants to like reverse engineer it or like, like try just try and ping. Tweety Prime to find yeah, out I where mean, Tweety Prime is. I mean, can is. you imagine Imagine if Sylvester managed to get, like, a Tweety back to, like, I don't know, if, he, if he's got, like, some pals who are good at, like, maybe implanting a virus yeah. into it and then trying to, ho- like, hopefully send that virus well, I'm back. Well, wo- I'm wondering if that's where, and I'm jumping ahead a fair way, that I th- I'm wondering if that's where the era of Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries comes in. Very possible. Because Very possible. if he manages to, like, you know, tweak one. Yeah. Such that it's his buddy, and it's like right. Well, yeah. I mean, I've I, I do that. I'll go and kill Tweety Prime, and then I've got this buddy Tweety. What are we gonna do? It was useful. self crime. Yeah. Well, why not? But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Because I yeah. can't remember the ins and outs of no, Sylvester no, Tweety I, can't, I, can't I just read. remember that it exists. Yes. Um, the only other thing I think of major note in here, other than Granny getting absolutely fleeced in that cab, <laughs> she really like does. gave her the proper run around. Yeah. But then she wasn't all there; like no. she, was, she was being controlled. Like, he's like, you want you want to see any to her? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> literally just crossing the same street yeah, over and over again. Down. Um, but apart from that, uh, at one point Sylvester falls down a manhole, and yes. uh, we hear a very familiar voice from that manhole. Yeah, Yogi Bear. It's Yogi Bear. Now we know that the Hanna Barbera verse 
I mean, just in the, in the same vein as uh, the Tooniverse can interact yeah. with our world, like uh, a lot of uh, Toon worlds, the Marooniverse, the Hanna-Barbera-verse, yeah. like, can interact. But what's he doing down a sewer? He's talking to someone called Ralph. He's talking to someone. He's talking to someone called Ralph. And there's and there's like a lunchbox outside, and like a like uh, uh, fencing around the manhole as if like there's you know men at work. Yeah. Um, well, I I, I I wonder if he does just that. That's his job at the moment, and possibly. it's only because like I don't really know when Hanna Barbera stuff really kicks in and becomes like quite prominent. I don't really know because yeah. we, did, we didn't at the start of this. We didn't think we were going to have to think no, about it. No, no. So we didn't actually um, look, but. Uh, I feel like it must be around now uh, because actually the next uh, cutting has uh, Elmer. F- it looks like it's going to be a uh, prehistoric sort of number, and it's got Elmer Fudstone in it. So yes. I think the Flintstones must exist at this juncture. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and we we are late fifties, so I guess that's probably true. But I think at the moment Yogi Bear works in the sewers. I mean, I think. And so. then he retires to be the picnic. Uh, yeah, to go to Yellowstone National Yellowstone. Park. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not really sure. So I mean, either that or it's just his cousin or something. You know what? I've just googled Yogi Bear. First appearance, Yogi Bear's big break, 1958. When in 1958? Because this is October 11th, 1958. I, I, I mean, I would have to, I would have to go into the document to like to, to have a proper little look. But that might, because he might go to Yellowstone on like a holiday or something. Yeah, and then decide that's where he wants to be. Yes, so yeah, he's yeah, just serving, yeah, his very, no- yeah, he's serving out his last notice, and he's he's gonna, he's going to move to Yellowstone. But yeah, I mean, I think I think this is pretty much. Like you know, if he came about in sixty in fifty eight, that would be about right. Yeah, he turns up in Yellowstone, loves it, can't get enough of it. Yeah, he goes. I'm throwing. I'm done. I'm done. I quit. Yeah, I'll so, see you yeah, later. Like, like, like maybe he's down there telling Ralph, Ralph, I'm two weeks from retirement, mate. Yeah, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, I, 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 I shot I, a kid. I, I need. I, I need to move on. Uh, my nephew. Uh, you know, like my brother's passed away, and I've got to look after my nephew. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, I don't think. In this big city is the place to do it, so I've managed to secure a job at Yellowstone National Park. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to have to jump universes. And then a cat falls down, and he goes, Hey, Ralphie! There's <laughs> a cat! <laughs> and yeah, he has to jump universes. Yeah, I think so. Well, I I wonder if, like, you know, like, are the paths between universes in specific physical places? Who knows? But, well, like. Yeah. But if you go to Yellowstone Park, do you just wind up in the Hanna Barbera verse? Very possible. Or like, like, are there chunks of the states that are just that are in Hanna Barbera verse? Yeah, it's hard to know. It's, it is hard to know. But and uh, Yogi was definitely uh, in and this I, fucking And I tell you episode. this: not watching every Hanna Barbera cartoon to find out. No, I would be basing all Hanna Barbera assumptions on stuff that happens very briefly in Looney Tunes. Yes. Well, talking about that. Uh, I mean, we should move on to the next, uh, on, on to Wiley Coyote, so we can get to this uh, Flintstone yeah, one. So let's, mean, so let's chat about that. Yeah, I mean, the Wiley one, um, I mean, it was pretty standard fare, but... He simplified everything, He has simplified he? everything, and it's going better for Except him. Except near the end. Except near the end. But near the end, like, I don't know, he just must have snapped a bit. Yeah. But it was going quite well for me. Like, he genuinely nearly caught... Roadrunner yes, a number so of close. times in this one. Yeah. Uh, and it's because his plans have been pared down a lot. Like, it is just hit him with a hammer. Yeah. Because that's it. Like, 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 the more complex a plan, the more things there is that can go wrong. Yeah. I'm going to catch him under... I'm going to catch him under this basin. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw some dynamite under and blow him up. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of times he lured him with bird seed. You were getting frustrated that he was, wasn't poisoning him. I well, don't think he wants to poison him because he wants to eat him. No, no, but the thing is, is uh, the first the, the first time he uses bird seed in this, he puts something into the bird seed. I missed like, that. He, like he got a vial, he had a pot of bird seed and he had a vial in his pocket and he tipped it in and then poured it out and basically did the, you know, throat slitting, this will kill him. Yeah. Bit. But he did it on uh, um, on a railway line. So what I'm thinking is maybe I what that was, was a sleeping potion yeah. in there, in the hope because I'm because I was like, well, if he's poisoning the birds' feed, why is he putting why it on? Do, a why does he need to do it line? on a train track? Because that's just putting yourself in danger. Yeah, and it does get hit by a train inevitably. Of course. But also, then why the second time did he sack off the idea of using a sleeping? Uh, like sleeping drops. I don't know. Well, we we have discussed like he's Is a lot like Mike. Yeah. In that, like, if he's done something once, it shall never. It's not original now, and he will never do yeah, it again. That's not happening. Uh, and I guess like he is very much in the knowledge that he's on this TV show. Yeah. And that he, how much funding and support he gets does directly proportional to how entertaining he is. Yes. So maybe that's why so, he does so, it. So, yeah, so they don't want to the same gag. I mean, he, he could use the same gag like maybe in a few months or something like that. Like, yeah, he starts he, to tweak it slightly yeah. though. Uh, yeah, but he can't. He can't just stand by the side of the thing with a with mallet no. again. No, or li- at least if he does, the outcome can't be the same. Yeah, I think the only time it might happen is if Acme send him their their new top of the line mallet and they want it seen on the telly. Yeah, but he still probably have to do something pretty. But that's it. I think the outcome would be different. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I did quite like when he was uh, there with the with the sledgehammer, uh, and he's holding it behind his head, and the thing falls off, and his arms just start going and yeah. just thwacking himself with it. I thought it was probably like that thing where you stand in a doorway with your arms against it and push yeah. for, and then you step seconds, out and your arms out, raise up, your arms just float away. Yeah. It's just like he was holding that mallet behind his head for too long, yeah. and, uh, and and he came a cropper. And it started whacking him yeah. in every perceivable way. I think he invented the game Mousetrap as well. I think he did. Um, that, that that last gag was it's, definitely Mousetrap. It's so it was so similar to yeah. the to the process in in Mousetrap uh, yeah. that you know it, it had to go directly one way or the other. So either Mousetrap just came out. Don't know when that was, but well, that feel, I mean, that feels later. To possibly me. Uh, possibly Acme made Mousetrap, and they were that that was their way of advertising it. Yeah, maybe because uh, that because he he does seem he does seem better off at the moment, just generally. Yes, he's he's, he's clean. He's, he's he's plumped out a bit. He's he doesn't look as like kind of drawn yeah, out. He hasn't managed to eat the Roadrunner, but he has managed to eat. Yes, yeah, and and not not a can. No, not a boiled can. He hasn't molded a chicken out of clay. <laughs> yeah, baked <laughs> it. So you know things are looking up, but slowly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, apart from that, uh, I don't think there's too much to take from that one. I think no. we should just move on uh, and try and uh, work out the the Hanna Barbera verse uh, crossover a bit. So uh, we're going to watch uh, Prehysterical Hair, which is a Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, Sabretooth Rabbit, and Elmer Fudstone number from November first, nineteen fifty-eight, and then we're going to end on uh, a pairing we haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah. With some of our favourite little yes. guys. Uh, it's Gopher Broke, and it is a Barnyard Dog, and it's those goofy gophers. I fucking love those goofy gophers, Delightful man. gay couple. Yeah, they're just the absolute best. And what is interesting, like this is the uh, apparently this is the final appearance of Barnyard Dog outside of a Foghorn Leghorn cartoon. So after this point, Barnyard it, Dog is always, always with, with Foghorn. Fog, with Foghorn. That's so, uh, interesting. 
Yeah, let's check it out. That's Prehistorical Hair from November 1st, 1958, and Go For Broke from November 15th, 1958. More, more big stuff. More big timey-wimey stuff. Very big timey-wimey stuff, but we do need to correct one thing. Jellystone National Park. Yeah, I did. Not just, Yellowstone. It didn't clock to me at all because Yellowstone is obviously real. Yeah, but yeah. Obviously, and, and the thing is, Jellystone. It, it was it was Jellystone National Park where Yogi Bear retired to. Yeah, was he trying to retire to Jellystone? We don't know. It, but that's where he went. That's where he went. That's up. where he ended up. Uh, so yeah, um, the this prehistorical hair. This this was quite an interesting one. So Elmer is hunting bugs. Bugs falls down in a into a hole where he finds a time capsule from the year ten thousand BC, and inside that time capsule is a film, a film so, reel. So that's all. That's already messed up yeah that's weird and this film reel is kind of uh like a almost like a wildlife documentary documenting um like the things that were going on and it focused on uh elmer fudstone and he was hunting a saber-toothed rabbit which was essentially now just another elmer and it's just bugs cartoon well i'm wondering because i mean we basically concluded that the bugs and elmer in the past are from the distant future yeah and have become well either gone there voluntarily but more likely have become stranded there in some sort of time hiccup time jam uh yes yeah some sort of time 1958 film time jam yeah no Uh, the good 10,000 bc film time jam where it appears that they've had sort of like at least their their memories wiped to a certain extent because they do talk differently uh they act differently i mean bugs is really quite similar he is, but Elmer, like Elmer, definitely isn't. And if I mean, do, like, does Bugs? Because we think he's there for a specific reason. Well, we know Elmer can be very easily affected by uh, external yes um, parameters as well. Yeah. Like he just sort of tries to fit in wherever yeah. he is, because that's all he ever wanted, I yes. suppose. Yeah, Because yeah. he's the egghead that made it. Yeah. Uh, the saber tooth rabbit situation. I want does does Bugs file down his teeth like Hellboy? Like, like oh. Hellboy files down his horns. I mean, very well because because there's a lot of animals out there where their teeth just constantly grow, and if they don't eat, yeah, okay. they just grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. Yeah, because you see those horrible pictures where it's grown through, yeah, stuff as well. Yeah, because rats, and, I think, like it. Yeah, uh, there's, I think there's certain uh, pigs where like the tusks have grown through, and yeah. I mean that is just what happens. They grow through their face. Yeah, it's grim. Um, and I think cows. Yeah, the same. So, they have so, to. They have to chew. So bug, maybe bugs, bugs is like similar. that. Uh, well, I choose to not do it at this point. I know he's not not going to see anyone. He? But he would do it before the film, wouldn't but he? Bugs can time travel. Yeah, but we think they're stranded there, so something Ooh, happened. Yeah. However, uh, what is particularly interesting is what yeah. occurs in the film, uh, because uh, the the cartoon starts with current bugs, or at least like, you know. The bugs we've yeah, we've been watching, like, like, like bugs from nineteen fifty. Um, he's being hunted, and he's hoping that at some point they'll outlaw hunting season. Now he seems genuinely scared of the gun in this, so I'm yeah. wondering if it's a little older because we know at the point we were at, he knows that guns don't really work. No, no. Um, he's worked that out. So unless, I'm wondering if this is just maintaining a pretense, though. 
Yeah. But basically, it, uh, on the film, Future Bugs teaches, well, tells Future Elmer in the past, yeah. in 10,000 BC, uh, that his best way to hunt a rabbit is to invent gunpowder. Because if you invent gunpowder, guns will follow. And as soon as this came up, I said, well, that's why guns don't work yeah. then. But, but the thing is, is Elmer did manage to invent gunpowder. And Bugs's response was, okay, I guess it's up to me to invent the gun. And he did. So I think, because I think it's a combination of Elmer inventing something that goes bang, but yes. ultimately it doesn't really work. No. It doesn't work the way gunpowder should. No. Or like not well enough. And, anyway. then, and then allowing Bugs... To create to invent the contraption. The, yeah, to invent the gun. Like, but, no. I, but because this was filmed by them. Yes. Elmer narrates it. Yeah. Like, so there's Elmer Fudstone in the thing, but there's all, but the voiceover is definitely him. Yeah. So Elmer must be in on the not having guns around. So I think it happens way later when Elmer and Bugs... Because we've been pretty sure that in the end, Elmer and Bugs are, are good with oh, one buds. another. Yeah, They're yeah, buds. Yeah. Um, so it must happen pretty pretty late on. Mm. They decide to go back and change the course of history so guns don't work. Yes. Which, and then they hide that evidence in a giant horn underground where Bugs will find it at some point. In 1960, but he found yeah. it a bit earlier. Yes. He found it a couple of years early. Yeah. But he couldn't read the writing. No, but but future bugs proper future bugs full portal future bugs yeah this translated it for us yeah yeah because he knew what it said because we we we've definitely have that sort of babelfish uh universal yeah. translator situation through the portal all the time yeah. um which we think maybe is why in pepe le pew episodes the french isn't really french yes it's yeah, just yeah. french sounding english yeah but yeah, uh, Bugs and Elmer team up in the future to go back in time and uh, re- re- the gun. <laughs> reinvent the gun <laughs> yeah. such that it doesn't, doesn't do so at all. Yeah. Um, and somehow manage to maintain a timeline where people think it will. I uh, mean, I su- but I suppose, like, you know, if you're, if you're told this is how these things work, mm. then you're going to assume that that's how they work. Yeah, because guns so. still hurt. Yeah, I guess like, no, no one's don't happy kill. to have been shot. No. They just don't die. Yeah, they don't. They don't get killed from it. But yeah, I think that's uh, uh, that's, a, that's a big old a big old tick. It's like an airsoft gun. Big old tick there. I think so. Yeah. So that's gone pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we watched Barnyard Dog and them Goofy Gophers. We did, and those guys absolutely love them. They're I love so them. polite. I love so nice. That, uh, they're in sync to the point where they've clearly just used this, uh, a duplicate of the same animation cells for when I they're mean, running together. You you assume so, but the animation cells aren't real. Well, these guys are. Know, they are made of paint. Oh, they are made of paint. The same paint. Oh, but like, do, 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 do you think they came from the same pot? I don't know. But they're, they're like they're incredibly in sync, and they their are. their knowledge of uh, like physics is incredibly yes. high. Yeah, yeah, they are like, highly intelligent. They can very precisely set up like a sequence of events that yeah. will come off again, like mousetrap style. Like Wiley yeah, yeah. needs to talk to these guys. Yes, like because. If but I don't. Goes, I don't think they'd want anything to do with Wiley because all they care about is getting their good vegetables. Yeah, they do. And vegetables. Uh, unfortunately, in this one, they are those good vegetables are picked far too quickly by leg people. Yeah. Um, incredibly quickly because like they're doing alarming. it by hand. They right? are because a hand comes through the hole, but they clear a whole field in about twenty seconds. Yeah. So leg people. 
incredibly good at now, harvesting. I'm, I'm wondering because the goofy golfers seem to be under the impression that these are their vegetables. So did they plant them and then some leg people have come along and went, oh, look at this field of carrots. Yeah, I, I think so. I think... I think they plant the vegetables. I think they do because they were very offended. That, so okay, I, because because they're walking around underneath them, going, "I think these are looking about right." So I think leg people just drive around in that truck, yeah, like looking for what they think are naturally occurring formations of carrots. Yeah, they just think that's how carrots grow. And they cart around. Yeah. They, they forage carrots, yeah. which, as because we all know, grow in perfect, perfect straight lines rows. in perfectly cultivated fields. Yeah, with but, fences and stuff. But yeah, they just nick them. I also had a thought about the efficiency of the harvest what if there are hand people and what it is it's just like it's just like a wheel of like four, forearms <laughs> with a face in the middle just oh. rolling down the field and they just grab they just grab everything the leg person drives the truck yeah the hand person just gets just rolls up and down the field dead fast oh, chucking th- carrots out but think about this right think of a tractor replace tractor wheels with hand people hand people and then you just drive the hand people and they just... Blah, 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 yeah, we didn't see any any sort of axle that they could be on. So I think they must just roll around for free. That is horrible. It's grim, isn't it? It's a horrible thought. Good. Do they have two faces or do they just have a face on one side like a like a, like uh, a flatfish? And a bumhole on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a horrible thought right there, isn't it? <laughs> I yeah, think, so, that's, the, that's the only explanation for this. But I think, I think that they're what's they're what's harvesting these carrots. They get put in teams: a leg person and a hand person. Yeah, a hand wheel person. Hand wheel. <laughs> yeah, that's it's the only thing that makes sense. Big tick. Yeah, done. Big tick done, done there. Uh, but the episode mostly centers around the goofy gophers, uh, basically uh, plunging barnyard dog into a like a harrowing version of like the machinist. Yeah, like just depriving him of sleep. Like yeah. By giving him horrible nightmares, just that aren't nightmares. waking him up constantly and just yeah, in all sorts of horrible places. Normally, water. It's all very water-based. What they're trying to do, except the very, very end. But well, I think that's because that will definitely keep him awake. Yeah, but in the end, barnyard dog could fly. Yeah, it's a new ability. He developed the ability to fly. What's that about? I really don't know. How's but- that going to affect things? But Falcon's not going to like it because I don't think Falcon can fly. I don't think Falcon can fly. Either. <laughs> and I think he's big, very. Big lad. I think he's going to be very jealous it's a of big uh, lad. The fact that Barnyard Dog can now just take off. Yeah. Um, interestingly, though, because this was also the one that said it was the last time Barnyard Dog appears outside of Falcon Leg yeah. on the cartoon. We've got to assume that he his first thing he wants to do with is his flying back. house is get back to Falcon. Yeah, because at least at least the torment foghorn gives him. He's although oh, maybe off. that's it. Maybe it's like, fuck me, I can fly. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get him. Gonna <laughs> piss that guy off. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll have to wait till next time. You know, you know, next time we see him to find out exactly what's going on. We will. But it's been a ju- another juicy timey wimey episode yeah. this week. Uh, it's getting it's getting pretty hellish now. Yeah. Uh, to keep track of things, um, but we're know. managing. Well, we're managing as well as can be expected, I think. Considering we've not written anything down. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think I've, we're doing pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> documented nothing, because I started to make that wiki at the very start, uh, and I did about two pages of it. Yeah. I remember writing about uh, taxes in 1938 yeah. on it and stuff like that. Maybe about the building committee with yeah, the monkey uh, government. The, yeah, yeah, the... Uh... 
But then I think that was about it. I think that was about yeah. all I put on there. Uh, that was something the mon- that was I, th- I think you put the monkey mayor on there and then we needed to change it because it wasn't the mayor. Yeah, it was, it was the, building the, commissioner. the building commissioner. Yeah, but that was the extent of the wiki that I was going to, uh, you know... Document this whole thing Document with. this whole thing with. Uh, but, you know, it's gone about as well as my, my Twitter Cheating, yeah. output, so... There you you go, know, then. at least I'm consistent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as ever, thanks for listening to the show. It's good to know we're not on this journey alone. Uh, I'm currently on the uh, current series of Merely Role Players, uh, which you can find anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, playing uh, a sort of monster hunting agent who Holy denies God. any of that exists. Right. It's more, more Scully than Scully. How's it gone for you? It's lovely, but uh, yeah. it's a great podcast. You should listen to all of it, but, you know. Uh, I'm on it at the moment, so if you like hearing me, head over There's there. There's a different way to hear them. There's a different way to hear me. It's the same way, it's the ears. All oh, right, okay. Not, no, it, it, it's not an eye based I'll be talking sound. about different stuff, though. I don't right, mention okay. Looney Tunes at all. Really? Yeah, it's That's weird. an oversight. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Should have mentioned it. Um, as ever, we're going to leave you with a song. Uh, and although for us, it's about as incorrect a time as it can possibly be, uh, we're going to roll with Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Dean Martin, because uh, Falcon, Falcon enjoyed it so he, much. He loves winter. He does. And it may not be winter here, but it was winter there. Yeah. So uh, enjoy that, and we'll catch you next week. I might even tweet. Oh, go on then. Outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm And the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you'd love me so Let it snow, let it snow and snow When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really grab me tight All the way home I'll be warm Oh, the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow